nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. We're back and better than ever. Tom Bernard Morning Show is Tom and Tevin both get their headsets on to start the day. And we're joined by the fabulous Ali Mata. Wait a minute, what happened wow. to the intro music? Oh, it played. Did it? It did. My God. Oh, it's 7.01. You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're absolutely... Anyway, you were talking to Allie. What were you saying? I was just introducing everybody. I, I, I wanted to uh, be professional and not say that you weren't ready to start the show. But uh... I'm never, ever ready to start the show. I don't care if I'm here an hour early. But here we are. I had to load up the drink fridge, Allie. That's why I was about a minute late, because everybody drinks everything out of it, but they never put anything back into it. Mm-hmm. So they I came never in with the source. No, I came sure. in with three cases of water today, so I was a little busy doing other things other than being here right at 7. You know. So you're the admin manager and host. Oh, and uh, yeah. plus I had to do some dishes, too. That's the other thing. Because they drink <laughs> coffee and they just leave it laying around. It's like, go rinse it out, you dope. Yeah, it's, it's a long walk down the hallway. It really time. is. It's, you know, it's at least 50 steps. It's got to be. I mean, at least 50 <laughs> steps down there to rinse out the coffee so it doesn't rot at the bottom of the cup, you stupid bastards. So you've got the same problems you did have when you worked in corporate radio as well. Oh, well, no, I don't work with assholes. But other than that, was that a little too direct, do you think? No. No. I don't think it was either. Well, because you work with a lot of the same assholes that I did, so there you go. <laughs> And if you don't want to call them that, I understand. I got no problem with that. I know, you know. So, what's going on in Chicago? Um, you know, Tom, it's getting a little bit chillier here. Oh yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. Um, I've watched a couple of football games over the past few weekends, and the Bears haven't been doing well, so that's not promising. <laughs> same as the Vikings. Same story. Right. 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 So, you know, there's. There's a couple things to look forward to for fall, but really, I just I already missed summer. But I was looking that I saw that you guys could have seen Aurora Borealis right. last night in yeah. Minneapolis. Yep. Did you guys see anything? I think it was cloudy, wasn't it? Mm. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Look, by the time I'm done dealing with people all day, I go to bed as soon as I possibly can. I was just talking to Tevin about that. Tevin's with us here today. Mm-hmm. People are getting weirder by the day. It's just, it's unbelievable. Me, 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 more me now. Everything's about me. Mm. What the hell is that? <laughs> I blame your generation. It's your fault. Uh, the millennials? For sure. Yeah, it's yeah. all your fault. There's no <laughs> we, question we about it. We wanted to be special, for sure. You know what I loved about this, Allie, is that they actually made a statement. The world will be a much better place when all the baby boomers are dead. They actually said that. And that, that will get repeated, and they'll take out baby boomers and just insert the next generation of old people. Matter. Yes. It's... Did, did they forget to say, like, the ones in Congress or just in general? I think in general. It's when all the baby – well, that's what started it, though. You're right. Is Congress started it with everybody being 110 years old now or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, people still ask me why you're still doing a show, but I'm not – you know, 80. So. But also, you're not making policies no. for women who are 20 in New Mexico. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> this is how the law should be. 
<laughs> That's what you want me. You know what my rule would be? Hmm. Uh, fall in line or get the hell out. There, there's my politics right there for you. Uh, an example, another woman uh, was attacked out in Minnetonka, tried just going to pull her car out of the garage, and she gets attacked out there. And uh, she's on television. She's very pissed off, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. But until you tell people you break the law, you're going to pay the price, mm-hmm. whether it's getting your ass kicked or going to jail. We certainly need to start kicking ass again, don't you think? Oh, yeah. The good old days where it was like... Yeah, baby. That's like what my grandpa used to talk about all the time. Or like My dad would be like, yeah, we never like called the police. It was my grandpa or my dad showed up and beat your dad up, and then now we know yeah. not to do things anymore. See, that's how it still should be. <laughs> I feel like when people say the good old days, it's one of two things. It's either something that's like, okay, yeah, that... That we should go back to that, or it's just followed by the most horrific, yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, the good old days where we could just strangle a toddler and blah blah blah. It's like, <laughs> well, Whoa. I don't know what toddlers we we're talking yeah. about. I but. believe you're looking for a slightly illegal AJ. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I just why'd you throw toddlers in there? That wasn't very nice. No, was it? You know, I'm just saying. I, I was trying to for dramatic effect and do the most outrageous thing. <laughs> go to yeah. the nth degree. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, child child rearing was different back in the day. <laughs> Actually, my mother never hit us. She just, she never, ever hit us, which oh, was good. good. My mom, I was a, now, I was a bad kid. And my mom. <laughs> You're a bad person. What do you mean kid? <laughs> my mom, she had a wooden spoon. Oh. Because, so our neighbor across the street, they had like a paddle that the mom like drilled holes in for aerodynamics, right? Mm-hmm. And so my mom was like, well, I just use a wooden spoon. But she would make us like go pick out the wooden spoon oh yeah ahead of time oh yeah and like oh my gosh it was brutal and like it was like mom i understand yes i should have got my ass beat but it was yeah psychological at that point you know it was good for me even though my dad was a complete psychopathic prick i was bigger <laughs> than him by the time i was about seven so he never picked on me so that was good my dad was a little fella oh, and i know no. some people get very pissed off about that when i say but he was he was a, he, mm-hmm. and he there are certain people the, uh, depending on their size they're very touchy about that and I always remind him, the toughest man I ever knew was Andy Fisher, who was 5'7 and weighed 160. Not a big man, but mm-hmm. you better get out of the way before you get your ass kicked. Yeah, absolutely. It's got nothing to do with your size. It's got no. to do with your heart. No. And my dad was much, much smaller than I am. But he oh, was, I like, bet. trained, like, jujitsu and really? all this. Like, oh, my God. He was a correctional <laughs> oh, no. officer. And so, like, there would be nights we're watching football. I'd be like, come over here and let me show you this new jujitsu move I learned. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Wait, your dad was a CO? Yeah, in uh, Polk County, he was, yeah, correctional officer and, uh, yeah, practiced jujitsu, like, with the other, like, this other guy. And they would, yeah, it was. So you met him when you were in prison? Yeah, yep. yep. Well, my my first yeah. bid in, in the clink was, <laughs> yeah, I met my, met my dad, yeah. In the clink. Yeah. Now, so I, he would have to use that on prisoners, maybe. Oh, yeah, and he, Whoa. like, he was Sweet a college delight. wrestler, like, never, like, he wasn't like very aggressive like outside of work, but he would tell no. all these stories like, "Oh yeah, it's so much fun! I got to wrestle this inmate down because they were really yeah wouldn't listen and do X Y Z." So yeah, was, he loved it. Your dad sounds like an outrageous WWE like character, like just a correctional officer that knows jujitsu. Like that's his sh- his shtick. Yeah, and, and the only reason he had to stop doing jujitsu is he I think he got roundhouse kicked in the ribs oh. while sparring. Oh my and, god! Oh, and he was doing this all while like. 45 oh. years old. Like he, I was like, you're too old to be <laughs> doing this. Yeah, I got roundhouse kicked oh. and broke a rib. So that's why he had to hang up the, the karate or jiu-jitsu. But I, I yeah. bet he has some amazing stories, though. Oh, he the, the most amazing stories, yeah. Oh, in prison? Yeah, or like his... Oh, yeah. 
the I remember the prison went through this big deal where they were trying to hire as many women as possible to make sure they checked all the boxes. Mm-hmm. And he no. was on a shift yeah. with uh, and like the inmates, they see these smaller women that take advantage and are talking all this crap and right. acting out. And so he was on a shift where it was predominantly women and him. And then he there was this big brawl that broke out. And he was like, the girls are trying to like help break it up, but they're not really like they're kind of getting their ass kicked a little bit. And he was like, now it's me versus all these inmates. Essentially. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, there was like three of them that I'm trying to like peel off of the other female corrections officers. He's like yeah. Steven Seagal. Yeah. And it was, yeah, nothing oh, ever was, Steven nothing Seagal. was ever too serious because it was a, like mean, a lower security prison. But yeah, that's an insult though, saying Steven Seagal. Jackie no, Chan. It's, he, I can't, how has he never won an Oscar? How, how has he never gotten punched in any movie ever is the real question. Mm. That's true. I feel like that's in his contract. Is like, I have to win every fight by a landslide. Oh, for Pretty sure. sure. For sure. Yeah. Pretty much true. You guys ever been in a prison? I mean, not in prison, but in a prison? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. Allie, you ever been inside a prison? You know, I was just thinking, I don't think I have. But I always wanted to do, like, that program where they bring dogs in. <laughs> Oh yeah, they bring the dogs in. Yeah, there yeah. You go. I wanted to do that, but I also like I'm, I might be terrified. I might be too depressed by it. So no, you'd get depressed. Probably... You would get depressed by it because I used to go yeah. visit friends. You know, I grew up with or you know friends of mine that went to prison for different things. And what's so funny is you walk in the room, and the first thing they'll do as you're walking by is they'll push their chair back and get in the way, and you just pat the back of the chair and go, "Why don't you move in? Because I'm going home and you're not." How about that action? <laughs> I mean, what are they going to do? attack you in the visitor's room? I don't think so. Yeah. I did see, though, that the Stillwater prison, like, when it was really hot a few weeks ago in August, um, they didn't have AC, they didn't have cold water, and people were, like, fainting and dying, like, prisoners dying from heat exhaustion, and that's... In Stillwater? Yeah. I didn't hear anybody died in Stillwater. Did you Mm -hmm. guys hear that? No. Wasn't there, like, a a revolt in a prison in Minnesota somewhat recently? Yeah, there was. Yeah, I don't know. I stayed out of prison. I tried to do my best to not have to go to prison. That would be really mm-hmm. good. But I had a lot of friends that were prison guards, too. They got some great stories, man. It's, yeah. It is unbelievable yeah. stories. But, yeah, what the hell. i got to check the weather here. I know that because it's looking beautiful for today. Uh, today, partial sunshine and warm with a high of 80 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 60. Then Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny and warm with a high of 85. Tomorrow, so 80 today, 85 tomorrow. And then on Thursday, breezy and warm, partly to mostly sunny with a high of 82. Gorgeous, gorgeous weather all week. Uh, looking great for today, tomorrow, uh, Thursday, the whole deal. They're talking about par- partly sunny, a little breezy, scattered showers maybe this weekend, but uh, thunderstorm on Saturday. Eh, that's too far out to call, don't you think? Yeah. It's just We'll go three <laughs> days out. Yeah. I, they, you can't call it five, six, seven days out. Bullshit. Mm-mm. It's true. So, yeah, high today of 80 and partial sunshine. Very, very pleasant day coming up today. So that's good. Uh, big news this morning. Um, I love this. Minnesota is becoming the most expensive state in America because of the, some of the highest taxes in the entire country. We're going to have among them. What was it again? New York City's or New York State, excuse me. They're, New York, LA, like L.A. or California and then Minnesota. We're number three. Geez. 15.1% in New York estate tax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus, Palomino. That is yeah. unbelievable. And the amazing thing about that is that city probably generates more money than maybe any other city in the world. Yeah. What are you They've doing got more with all billionaires. that? Money? They do, yes. 
a lot of them moved to Florida now, unfortunately for them. But <laughs> oh, speaking of that, by the way, I'm glad you kind of brought that up because did you see now that if you're going to go on X, that uh, that the Musk wants some money? I'm so sick of no this guy. Way. Wait, what? I'm so yes. sick of this guy. He wants you to pay to get on X now. No. Like with the blue check or just in general? He wants to make it a – there's no, like, free subscription anymore. Right. It's you have to pay if you want to use the service. Okay. Well, he doesn't understand how people yeah. work. No. This is this is a terrible – it was already a bad enough idea to change yeah. the name. Yep. And then now, like, if you start making people pay, like, Instagram has threads, which is essentially just – Twitter, X, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. So, like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is not a good business strategy I'll, for him. I'll happily go there. Yeah. I think he's underestimating just how much people don't want to give him money. Right. Yeah. And yeah. not just him, just any rich yeah. billionaire. Yeah. yeah. It's been free for 17 years. Why are we? Why would you expect us to pay for it? Right. Unless there's some innovation that he's yeah. going to come up with. Yeah, I'm not paying for something I've gotten free my entire life. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. now, wait a second. How's he going to? He's the richest person in the world. How's he supposed to get by? <laughs> it's gonna be a light Christmas for him. <laughs> You're already the richest person on earth. Only well, eight mansions this year, Elon. Yeah. One yeah. thing, one thing I, I have to say is he talked about him being the richest man. The richest person on earth is probably that prick in Russia, because he's probably oh, a yeah. trillionaire. Oh yeah, because he takes all the money, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't. But he's very, very, very wealthy guy. Look, I got to be honest with you. If I was two hundred twenty-five billion dollars, go here, have anything you want. It's all yours. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeff Bezos just said he's leaving like his fortune to solving the environmental problems when he's dead. Oh, shut but up! But I'll Jeff. yeah, I'll wait to see that. Yeah. Why wouldn't you start? <laughs> exactly. Like that sounds great, but why wouldn't you start solving those problems <laughs> also, while you're still alive? Yeah. Also, you contribute to it on a daily basis, like no other company sure. on. Sure. Planet. Sure. So maybe you could just fix your company's practices <laughs> instead of promising to clean it up when you're dead. No, Ellie, look the other way. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he can't right. start now. I mean, he's already got those thin pockets. He's got to wait till he's dead. Yeah. I and suppose. the thing about the thing about uh, Elon is, you know, he always says that BS like, oh, well, I didn't get paid or I didn't pay myself. You know, have yeah. you heard him say that before? Yep. What he did was he was just getting dividends from all of his stock, from yep. all of his companies. So he was getting paid a ton of money by himself. Right. You know? but it sounds better when you word it the way he did. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, well, it does. Sound, and people fall for it, by the way. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. It's uh, the whole thing. Oh, by the way, before we go to break, I do have to. You guys might have to step back here because there's going to be a racial battle going on here in a second. <clears throat> I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I was watching an episode of Justified last night. You ever watch Justified? I'm uh, familiar with it, but no. Really good. First ep- the first uh, go-around was, what, about 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, something like that. I mean, it's about 10 years ago, I think. And now Justified uh, Part 2, it has some other name, but I can't remember what it is. But there is a, a guy on there. He's a white guy, and he gets in an argument with a black man. And during the argument, the white guy says nothing in the disparaging manner, whereas the black guy calls him mayonnaise and white boy. What's that shit? Uh, mayonnaise is a great insult. Oh, it is okay. <laughs> mayonnaise is a really good insult. <laughs> you call me mayonnaise, I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, that's, that's not insulting. There's, there's no good racial slurs to throw at white people, because like, they all just well, sound ridiculous. This is, why, this is why, Tevin, we need to bring honky back. Honky's yeah. a great word. Yeah. Yep. I love honky. No, Bring all of like the back. all of like the old school like seventies and eighties like 
hate or like slang whatever derogatory terms towards white like cracker jack or something yeah, like that like <laughs> delicious cracker jack not happening no. no it's not gonna you know where honky came from don't you Allie? uh like honky tonk Nope. That's most a good guess. People, That's what I would have come up with. Most people do. Do you know AJ where it came from? No, that was going to be probably my guess too. All right. How about you? I, I do know. Oh, you I, know. Yep. You've I've heard you tell me before. Honky <laughs> came from white guys driving up to Harlem to pick up hookers, and they'd pull up and honk their horn. No. That's exactly where honky came from. <laughs> hmm. I'm not kidding you. It's where it came from. Honky. Oh, another honky here. Must be a white boy. <laughs> or must they be mayonnaise. To get out of their car. Hey, look, I'm mayonnaise out here in the yep. car. Come on out. <laughs> right? Isn't that pretty much the battle? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I suppose we better, oh, geez, I suppose we better take a break. But, but in any case, I just, I was deeply, deeply upset by being called two racially inoffensive, or not, not inoffensive, but offensive names by watching Justified. Are you yeah. triggered? And I'm, I'm triggered, <laughs> and I blame you. It's your fault, no matter what happens. No. I just love that, though. All of a sudden, it's honky and it's mayonnaise. You right. like well, mayonnaise. Like, I like mayonnaise. Well, it's like it reminds me of the uh, undercover brother scene where he's yeah. like, if you're going to go undercover, <laughs> you have to like this mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> that is a great line, yeah. by the way. We do have to take a break. here. will be right back in a couple seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Allie with us because Brittany's sitting on her ass somewhere. What's she doing now? Uh, I think she's studying pharmacology. Oh, <laughs> Right. Is that somebody you want being like your well, nurse or a pharmacist? Uh, having Brittany with more knowledge of drugs may or may not be a good thing. I don't know. Plus the, the fact jury's still out. Here comes Brittany <laughs> with a needle in her hand. No, no, I'm good. Everything's good. <laughs> Let me alone. Get away right now. All right, right back. Just a couple seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Fall in Minnesota. It's a fantastic time of year, as you know, and I feel great about having spent the last few months pursuing my weight loss goals with mnfatloss.com. I've lost 34 pounds. Sent my pictures in. They said, those pictures look really good. So thank you very much for that. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, no exercise required, to schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. I feel great, and the weight loss hasn't been hard. I don't feel hungry. I have a great deal of energy, and I'm getting closer to my ultimate fat loss goal. With MN Fat Loss, you're only eating real, delicious foods. The MN Fat Loss team really has discovered the secret to weight loss. I thought the idea of losing up to a pound of fat a day sounded great. I'm here to tell you, this program delivers. Fall's a great time to get on the calendar for a free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. That is mnfatloss.com. Results may, may vary. Uh, be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw. 
subscriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Go to TomBernardShow.com keyword prize to enter the Pick Your Prize Contest. You could win one of 14 prizes, each worth $10,000. Like $10,000 in home improvements from Minnesota Rusco and Companies. Or a LASIK eye procedure from Dr. Lobanoff at Ovo LASIK and Lens and a fantastic vacation. Or a two-year lease on a 2024 Kia from Loopy and Kia. For a complete prize list, go to TomBernardShow.com keyword prize. Enter daily now. Qualifiers selected daily starting March 18th. And one lucky finalist will pick their prize. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Tevin with us, Allie with us, AJ, and of course, mayonnaise, honky, white boy. All those words that are aimed at me every day. And I'm very upset the whole time. That's just a casual, like, walk down the street for you, right? What up, honky? Absolutely. Well, it's happened before. I will promise you that. I have heard that before. Like you're that mayonnaise guy from radio, right? Exactly. I was thinking about I mayonnaise. I prefer Miracle Whip, actually. Do you really? No, some not people, at all. Well, some people do. I don't like either one of them. I'm not, I'm not a big mayo and Miracle Whip kind of guy. Mm. But a little bit of it's okay. But some mm. people put it on about an inch thick. Oh. Like, Jesus. Nasty. No, thank you. None for me. Why are MSP flights among the most expensive in the country? Because we live in Minnesota. That's what we do, is we overcharge for everything in the state. Isn't that amazing about Minnesota? I think Minnesota does that because it wants to convince... And look, I was born and raised here. I love Minnesota. Not as much as I mm. used to. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. Sure. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that whole thing is always... we got to prove that we're as big a deal as everyone else, so we better raise taxes. Oh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever works. I look. Don't get me wrong. I love living here. It's great. No question. Like I said, I'm not wild about the taxation and the prices of some things. But what are you going to do, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's the it's like one of the highest qualities of life. I'm glad to I say so, that yeah. I was born and raised in Minnesota because we had like pretty good schools, like pretty good public schools. You know, you could get a nice house for a good price. Like mm-hmm. living was good. You had to deal with winter. For a right. good portion of the year mm-hmm. and not go outside. But, you know, you got a good education. I did. So it was worth it. I mean, 
Ellie. Look where you are, Tom. Look where you are. Yeah, and I don't think it's because of my education. I'll, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Honestly, God, my whole deal is, and I don't know what it is. Maybe you guys can, maybe I could figure this out on this show today, why mm-hmm. it is that some people, when, when, when I get to know them or I meet them or whatever, they are put off by some, is it my gravelly voice? Is it the fact that I always look like I want to choke someone? What is it? Uh, that you speak your mind. Oh, is that what it is? Is that the scary yeah, part? Yeah, that's, that's, that's oh, not a Minnesota right. thing. Well, well, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's definitely what it is. Yeah, because you people, oh, you get to go on radio and you say whatever you want, and people like naturally, if you say one statement, you're going to divide a room, right? Like, yeah, you're going to feel one way or the other. So, yeah, oh, all he does is go on radio and talk, blah, 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 and now they don't like you. And yeah, yeah. God, it's, it's not so really weird. It's like, you know. Catherine and I have given more dough to charities and all the rest of it than anybody else has. Well, although Dick Schultz just gave away $50 million, so never mind. I think he's given away more than we have. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Schultz, you know, the guy who founded uh, Best Buy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He just gave $50 million bucks to charity. It was one, or helped other. Not, I, don't, I don't think it was. Is it a charitable donation when you're helping out? I guess I don't know. I don't know how it's listed, but it was very generous. Mm-hmm. I used to be the voice of Best Buy back in the day, so I, I didn't really oh, get to cool. know Dick. I met him a few times, a very decent guy. Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't even remember that, but Dick, get out of bed and call in, you dumb bastard. Let's go. <laughs> Did you know it started at the State Fair, Best Buy? Best Buy, and really? it was, what, the Sound of Music before that? It was What was it called before Best Buy? Because it had another name. Yeah, they called it Best Buy because something happened. There was like a fire or oh, something yeah. like that, and a lot of the stuff got damaged in their store. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, "We gotta at least get rid of like what we have." So they had a sale at the state fair, and they put these giant yellow tags on them really? that said like Best Buy, oh. so people could like sort of put their price on it. And then suddenly they blew up. I did not know they that did. Best Buy started here in Minnesota. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah looks, it looks like it was called Sound of Music. Sound of Music, yeah. From 1966 up until 1983. That's what I thought. Nice job, Tom. And Sound of Music is a terrible name for it a It is store. a terrible name. Great name <laughs> for a movie, but. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, Julie Andrews. Isn't oh, that, yeah. She was in that mm-hmm. one. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I said, I don't know Dick. I met him a couple of times. A very, very nice guy, a very generous man. So tip of the cap, helping people out who are in uh, need of some help. So God bless you, Dick. That's all I got to God bless you, Dick. I've never said that yeah, before. Cut that, cut that sound bite out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That button bar. We'll use that, that one. That yuh's going to disappear. Just yeah. God bless Dick. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you so his much. Daughter, his daughter actually has a, a vineyard in Napa, you guys, called Fantesca. Oh, yeah. Yeah. got to be one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. That and, is gorgeous. I love that area. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And what's cool about it is... They have this sort of cave on the property because it's in the mountainside, you yeah. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's haunted. So haunted. when we were, yeah, wow. when we were inside Jeez. doing some wine testing, tasting, testing, and the lights all went out. Oh. And it was pitch black. Yeah. So I mean, literally kind of pitch out. black. Mm-hmm. You could see nothing. Yeah, we were in a cave. Basically. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you had a you had a lot of wine, but you couldn't see where it was. You think that was like part of the experience, though? Like they talk it up as this haunted okay. wine cave. Right. It's not even haunted. And then, yeah. You know, Aunt Bessie in the other rooms, just like, all right, we're at that part of the tour, and click, lights are out. Oh, yeah. people are scared. They just wait till everybody's drunk, drunk enough. Drunk people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
God, for years, Catherine and I used to go out to Napa Valley. Every every year we'd go out there in the fall and just kind of hang mm-hmm. out for a while. What a great place. Yeah, there's like 500 vineyards there now. That was, 500. That was back in the days when you could tolerate being in San Francisco a couple of days, but you can't even do that anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> I loved San Francisco before they effed it all up. Mm-hmm. God, what a great city it was. Beautiful. Well, like most of them in the world. But, um, yeah, so uh, why are MSP flights among the most expensive in the country? Because they can charge people a lot of money. One of the reasons, I think, is because Minnesota is one of the wealthiest states. What did you say? It's third, something like that? Yeah, Mm -hmm. after the update, it'll be third or fourth for highest taxes. And then it'll be, and we also, our percentage of wealth is one of the highest in the country, if not the highest, isn't it? I think. It's up there, I know, because, you know, in the bigger cities, you get that balance of very wealthy people, but a ton of poor people as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know how that stands up. How are things going in Chicago? Everything good? Uh, we had a uh, Mexican Uh-oh. independence over the last weekend. Yeah. Have you guys seen the Mexican independence celebrations in Chicago? No. no. It's it's cool. <laughs> um, so they celebrate. They have, like, different different celebrations in different parks, you know, for everybody. But more so, I'd say, like, 95% of what they like to do is caravanning where they just like wave the Mexican flag, like giant ones from their car. And they'll go downtown and they'll just like shut the streets down. And it's like a big, like Mexico party. It's awesome. But it's fun though. Yeah, people grill like outside of their trucks. I mean, it's not sanctioned really, but it's Mm -hmm. just sort of, hey everybody, it's Mexican independence. Don't drive downtown because you can't. And I bet it's like the best food Oh. In my experience, the best food comes out of the back of somebody's truck that oh, yeah. probably legally isn't allowed to be selling the food. Right, the right, Maybe. yeah. That might be true. Uh, Allie, I had to ask you a question, too, because I was talking to these guys about this uh, <clears throat> earlier, well, later, last week, I guess it was. There's a show called uh, The Dark Side of the 2000s. Okay. It's like a 10-part series. Jeez. And two of the parts are Shock Jocks, The Rise, and Shock Jocks, The Fall. Mm-hmm. And was this on Vice? <clears throat> yeah, it was on Vice. That's exactly. Yeah, right. I read about. I read about uh, what they were going to say about Man Cow. Is that what you're referring to? Do you ever work with Man Cow? He was in the studio, actually, right next to me. Right next when to you. I was. Yeah. So, so did so, you know him? Um, no. I mean, he <laughs> he always called me the girl. <laughs> the girl. There you go. Yeah. yeah like three not. years. Three years didn't bother my like learning my name, but um, I will say that. His produ- his longtime producer, uh, Love Cheese, his name is Midge Rapoli. He is an amazing person, and he's really, really talented, and now he works on a different morning show here in Chicago. Oh, but, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Mancow's had a lot of a lot of talented people on his show mm-hmm. over the years. And, I mean, he, he was really the top of the top for a long time, from what I understand, in right. the early 2000s. And right. him and Howard Stern would just go at it. Yep. Like nothing else. I mean, yep. it shouldn't have been legal, the stuff that they were doing to each other. You and it wouldn't correct. be tolerated now. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the fall part. The fall part came from when these guys started going after the saying. But, but the reason I wanted to ask you that, if you ever worked with him, worked next to him, but he wasn't anywhere near as misogynistic as Howard Stern and, and, and uh, what the hell is the other one that was on? Andy something. Yeah, what the hell was it? Oh, Opie and Anthony. There you go. Yeah. Anthony, yeah. yeah. I mean, they got downright, show me your jug, show me your pubic bone. I mean, yeah. stick something up I your mean, butt. I, I, think, like, I, think back in the, I think back in the day, Mancow did do some of that stuff. Oh, did he? I okay. completely uh, whitewash him of all that stuff. But, oh, um, okay. yeah. 
he I think he definitely mellowed out in his older age. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. But I will say that um you know the stuff between him and Howard is pretty like insane. It is. And yeah. Like for example, you guys, uh Mancow's mom like had cancer. I know. And Howard would go after her. Yep. Like say terrible things about her like that he, you know he would go over there and like a sexually assault her and that kind of thing. And yeah. And then, uh, you know, Howard Stern's producers were even so uncomfortable with some of the stuff that he was saying about Mancow that they called Mancow. Really? Yeah. They said, look, this is not, this was not, this bit was not our idea. Like we think it's in poor taste, you know, but I don't know. I don't know if Howard Stern ever apologized to Mankow or if Mankow apologized to Howard Stern or who, like, I don't even know who started it, blah, blah, blah. Like, how do you even, when some, there was like a, a year, years long feud, how do you even pull that all apart, you know? Yeah, Howard started it all with everybody. <laughs> no, he tried to start it with me when he got his ass kicked in this, uh, in this uh, city. Yeah, there was like a rock station. It was like 102 something, right? 104 or, or something. Yeah, and he was on it and it sucked. But the great thing about it is, is that I know he never said a bad word about my mother. And the reason I know that is because he's still alive. <laughs> and I ain't kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you say that kind of shit about my mother, you better start running, pal. I'm knocking on your studio door and we're going to have a yeah. nice off-air conversation. <laughs> yes, we yeah. are. Yeah, how so, you talk about people's mothers and fathers and dying mothers. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And especially because there's like, okay, I get it. It's all of its part of it is a bit and we're just going back and forth. But like there's certain lines you don't cross exactly. with people. Like, right. come on. Precisely. But there was no line for Howard. No, mm-hmm. there wasn't none. It was all about money. Just like everything else in the world is money, 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 money. Mm-hmm. They tried to say they were paying him a half a billion dollars. I highly doubt that. Although yeah. Sirius never made any money, so maybe he did get it all. <laughs> so. Yeah. So did you did you watch it, Tom, or did you just? Read I did. About I, it? No, I watched the whole the first and the second of the rise of and the fall of, and I, I was I did not because I was on against them. I well, not Obi and Anthony were never in this market, but yeah, I was on against Howard, so I never heard his show, mm-hmm. and I I've heard very little of open Opie and Anthony because I already moved out of the market by that time and back to Minneapolis, but I just watched it. I had no idea it was so. I know it got outrageous, but the disgusting way they treated women was amazing. And then at the end, Anthony starts dropping the big N on the air. It's like, what? Yikes. So calling somebody the big N. So if our ratings ever plummet, I'm going after you. I want you to know that. (laughs) Tevin's going to get it. That's all there is to it. You can drop the big H, Tevin. Yeah, I'm going to start firing back with mayonnaise and honky (laughs) so fast. You do that anyway. What's the difference? You already do that. No, so I, but, but I, you know, I talked about it a little bit yesterday and I'll get off the subject, but I, I was just, I was literally shocked the things that those people would say to one another. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how they all live through it. Cause I'll be very honest with you, honest to God. It's one of the great things about where I grew up. And, you know, whenever guys get too tough and all the rest of it, and then, you know, I'm not 35 anymore, I can still make a phone call and it ain't going to be pretty. <laughs> I can promise you that. So yeah. you better be careful here, kids. Yeah, I, I just thank God that that all failed and that all went away because it, radio was disgusting for about five years there in the early 2000s, unfortunately. Yeah. 
but people loved it. They listened. Mostly women, so, too. That's the other thing. Their, uh, their female audiences got huge after they started treating women like shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? That makes no sense to me. Why, why would that be, Allie? Uh, it's drama. They wanted someone to get mad at. You know, oh, okay. Real housewives, mm-hmm. then. They needed something else. <laughs> I suppose that makes sense. Got to have something to be pissed off. I'd like to be pissed off this morning, but I'm just not. What the hell? Um, I'd like to be pissed. What's there to be pissed off? I'll, I'll find a news story can, that might. I've, yeah, I've got something to be pissed off <laughs> Oh, at. good. Here we go. There was um, a government vehicle. We'll call it an F-35. <laughs> oh, my Did God. Did you see this? Yeah, it's I missing. thought this was fake. $100 million no, airplane. This is real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's legit $100 million. They don't know where it is. So the pilot was flying it in South Carolina with some sort of like test thing, right? Obviously, not bombing South South Carolina. Although, maybe we we should. Um, We don't need the Panthers. Okay. Oh, very (laughs) nice. Really nice. But I agree. So the guy ejected from the seat and the plane kept going. And this happened one other time in the Cold War. Some guy ejected from his like F thirty five, and the plane went kept going for five hundred miles. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember hearing about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're they're wondering if that happened this time too. <laughs> so I think and it's so just they're, a, they're just like letting everyone know in South Carolina and surrounding states, like, hey guys, if you see our hundred million dollar plane, can just like give it back. Like, just let us know where it's at because we don't know where it's at. Did it fly out over the ocean? Is it in the ocean? Maybe they that's what they know. They don't know. But, like, you'd think that, like, they put a couple, like, air tags right. on it, you know? Right. <laughs> $100 million. Dollars. You'd think that. It, was it supposed to, like, <clears throat> excuse me, land itself? Like, is it, was it supposed to or crash just, after he ejected? Like, what was I there? Mean, I don't know if you've ever jumped out of a moving car that you're driving, Tevin, but usually the car <laughs> stops, you know? Right, but I'm saying with a plane, like, it's going to crash. Like, what was, did he eject because it was malfunctioning? Was there, was it just, hey, we're going to test and see what happens when we eject ourselves? Oh. No, they weren't testing the ejection. Okay. Like, he just ejected because he was, like, freaked out about something on the plane. But we don't know what it was? No. Why don't we know what it was he was freaked out by? It's been I a few know. days. Yeah, he just got, he, he ejected himself from the plane. Tom. Okay, well, it's $100 million out the window yet again. Yep. Typical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. If I, but again, so so it didn't fly out over the ocean. It just crashed in the ocean. That's why they can't find it? Or is that a possibility? It lo- it's a possibility. Okay. It looks like they've found some debris in a f- random field in South Carolina. Oh. But not the whole thing, just parts of it. So, <laughs> so somebody out in South Carolina has a lot of pieces of this plane yeah. Yeah. in their garage. You might be right about that. This is going to be good for the basement. <laughs> I could put a lampshade on it. Yeah, that's amazing. $100 million out the window, and we don't mm-hmm. know even why. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Brittany could really school you guys on all this stuff. Cause, like, the story she oh, yeah. told me about when she was overseas with the Army about, like, how much waste there was going on. But, yeah. I want you to do me a favor, all of you. I want to be put in a home if Brittany ever schools me on anything. <laughs> I'd like to point that out. Brit, Brit. Yeah. You know, I, I, she's not here, so I can say this. I love working with Brittany because she gets yeah. so... In, emotional about everything it's hilarious yeah yeah she's a very emotional person mm-hmm. but you know i wouldn't want her punching me if you know what i'm saying no i don't need it right right 
Um, you pronounce Henry's last name Boucher, don't you? Henry Boucher, the legendary hockey player. You guys know that? Yes. Yeah, the one that passed yesterday. I just wanted to make sure that I pronounced his name correctly, but I thought uh, I had met him years ago. Henry Boucher, legend of Minnesota hockey from Warroad, Minnesota, has died at only Mm. 72 years old. He was a legendary hockey player. I mean, I didn't know anything about hockey, and I still know who he is. So, Mm -hmm. But I will tell you one thing. Once I did meet all the old North Stars, and then I don't know many of the Saints or any of that stuff, but hockey players are some of the damn nicest people you'd ever want to know. Really they nice are. people. They are. Yeah. Um, I have a story about Tom Reeds. Oh, I love Tom Reeds. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's really great. So I was eating there after a game, a soccer game, because I played soccer, like just like an adult league. And two of my girlfriends knew like who he was and that we were in a hockey bar and that oh. kind of thing. And my other girlfriend had zero idea of anything hockey related. Right. And uh, Tom Reed comes up to our table and she goes, what kind of place is this? She's like, everything's funny on the menu. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and Tom Reed goes, well, look at the burger name, knuckle puck burger. Like, you know, and she, and he goes, what sport is that? And she goes, hockey. And he goes, uh-huh. did you play hockey and he goes yep he goes this is my restaurant (laughs) like he was but he was very nice and playful about it he wasn't rude or you know like i could see a lot of maybe other sports athletes getting upset by something like do you know who i am oh yeah Yeah. like okay calm down sir I think you're right. It'd be a lot of don't you know who i am i think you're right about that tom reed's a great guy i haven't seen tom in a while yeah yeah, and I always felt bad for, like, the early hockey players because they didn't get paid, and they, like, got no, beat true. up. Right. They yeah. didn't get paid. They also didn't have face masks on their helmet and would just come out with missing teeth, and it, like, no. You had to be mm-hmm. a special kind of badass to play hockey back in the day. You guys yeah. know who Gump Worsley is? Nope. Yes. Gump Worsley yeah. was the original uh, goalie for the Minnesota North Stars, never wore a mask, and he was a goalie. No. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Man. Well, he did kind of look a little scarred up every now and then. Oh, I'm telling you, he had a lot of scars on that mug. I bet he did. That's insane. Like, that wouldn't even, if they're like, hey, we want you to play goalie. Okay, cool. No helmet? Absolutely not. <laughs> like, I'm missing a very key piece of equipment here. I'm trying to think, is it Terry Sawchuck, the former Canadians yeah. goaltender? Yeah, there you He's go. got that infamous picture of just like after the season just huge scar sewn up forehead <laughs> lip ripped in half like and he's just like yep no. hey stanley cup number seven baby <laughs> that's all i know yeah i'm yeah, i agree i'm not playing goalie without some I, I literally have to wear like a diving outfit you know that oh, bell yeah. diving with the hose coming out of the head i'm wearing that <laughs> and, and even today's helmets like where like if you're a non-goalie player where it's just like the clear glass shield i'm going out there in the full cage oh yeah i'm not i'm oh, not yeah. risking anything make fun of me all you want but i have all my teeth when the season is over <laughs> couldn't agree more right but really really nice people do, do, do you rate i don't i guess i won't really rate them because i know i have a lot of friends that were former baseball players. you know her back he's okay yeah yeah those kind of guy but no hockey players baseball players very very nice uh football players not as nice and most uh nba players are raging pricks so there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it has something to do with also like the level of notoriety that your sport gets because hockey yeah. I mean, Minnesota. Yes. Hockey is very popular, but na- nationwide, not necessarily the most popular no. sport. No. So you right. can walk past a hockey player and not necessarily know who they are. Mm-hmm. And so they're not yeah. used to 
being you know recognized as frequently whereas like nba players you're running around with no helmet you're in some shorts and a tank top everybody recognizes your face so you kind of get that inflated ego a little bit that's yeah you've got bad. tattoos and a giant chain so everyone knows yep. who you are <laughs> and your own sneakers yep but yeah. i will tell you i al jefferson was my neighbor for a while he was a very nice guy didn't really know him but he was very pleasant and then there was one other one there was another his name was hugh something he's a white guy hugh he was a Timberwolf. Bob, no Really idea. nice guy, though. And other than that, uh, maybe not. I feel like the only white Timberwolves players I know is Wally Zerbiak That's and like Mark Madsen, yep, <laughs> from back in the day. Well, this was Wally about Zerbiak. probably 15 years ago. I, I remember like Andre Kir, Kirilenko, AK-47. Yep. yep. AK-47, really? Yeah, not the greatest nickname in hindsight. <laughs> <but> <laughs> <laughs> it's a different time back then. Yeah. <laughs> Probably let's move on from there, shall we? Well, that's, but, there's uh, uh, Austin Reeves, who plays for the Lakers right now. His nickname is AR-15 because his number's 15. <laughs> I'm like, that is no. the worst possible. Like, change your – and your white, too. Like, name, find a different nickname. Yeah. I got to go with something because TB is tuberculosis, so there's got to be something I could yeah, put on the end of it. Can we is there a number? Offensive nicknames for everybody in the studio. Yeah, how long does it take tuberculosis to kill you? That might be, I'd, I'd just like TB15 for the how many months you live. What do you think? Not as good as AR15, no. I understand. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's true. I understand. I'll take a punch to the gut on that one. I'm sorry. It's, uh, I apologize. What are you going to do? We do have to take a break. Coming back with Kristen Burt. Oh, here we go again. Kristen Burt and Allie together. What could be worse is the question. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to MNFatLoss.com. A reset like MNFatLoss.com could be the answer for you just like it has been for me. I'm not hungry. I don't crave carbs or sugar. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, that's about a pound of fat every day, no exercise required. Be sure to tell the team at MNFatLoss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. 
Dr. Adam Schatzko, D.C. Results may vary. Individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, U.S. Tax Shield can help you take back control. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-494-6139. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-494-6139. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender.